good to see everybody here today. <clears throat> if you're visiting with us, we're again honored to have you as our guest. We're in a series right now on the Sermon on the Mount. And so if you want to open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5, that's kind of where we are. And so hopefully you'll follow, follow along with us on that. We're actually in a little mini-series on the whole series and looking at chapter 5, verses 17 through 20. And we're doing three sermons on this, this section right here on verses 17 through 20. And last week we talked about abolishing and fulfilling the law and exactly what was the law. And we actually called it kind of a tassels last week and looked at the idea that the law really boils down to two very important laws that Jesus has. And they come down to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And then this next, the, today's, we're, we're looking at kind of a kingdom, and your kingdom and my kingdom. And so let me read this passage of Scripture uh, for us as we do that, as we begin. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets, Jesus says. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter into the kingdom of heaven. Five times now in the Sermon on the Mount, from verse 3, through verse 20, the phrase kingdom of heaven is used. Jesus' words mean something. And when he's talking about the kingdom of heaven, he's talking about you and he's talking about me and he's talking about his kingdom and that rule that he has. Now, all of us have a kingdom, and all of us like our little kingdoms. So last night, I got in a little tizzy. I did. Got in a little tizzy because I was running out of razor blades, and my cologne was about out. <clears throat> Gets better. <clears throat> so I'm, I run in, and Deborah's on her, sitting on the couch with her computer, and I run in, and I jump right beside her, and I say, order me some razor blades now. And she's like, What? Go to Amazon right now and order me some razor blades. Well, I can get, no, no, no. We're doing this right now. We're doing it right now. But, but I can get them whenever. Just, just pull it up. Let's see, let's see. And so I'm in this little tizzy right here. And I'm saying, I need my razor blades. And so she says, well, these do. All, and and how, much, how, how many weeks is that going to last you? I said, 45 weeks. That's perfect. Get those. So I won't have to do this again. And it's get close. And, and Deborah was just looking at me like, hmm. You ever been one of those times in your life when you, it's all about your kingdom? It, I mean, you know what I mean? It's all about your little kingdom. It's all about my little kingdom. I want my way. I want it done the way I want it done. And don't tell me I can't do it that way because it's my kingdom. 
Now, the thing about my kingdom and your kingdom is that it is, op it is in opposition to Jesus' kingdom. And that's hard for us. It's hard for us. It's very difficult for us. Because we want what we want. We desire what we want. And so, my kingdom comes with these desires. My kingdom comes with these wants. I want. My kingdom comes with wanting to be satisfied. Wanting to be satisfied. And if I'm not satisfied, if I don't get what I want, what happens? I'm very demanding, aren't I not? We're demanding. I want this now. I want this now. Well, when we come to the passage of Scripture that we're going to look at today, it's just one verse. It's verse 19 of this verse that we looked at. Be on the screen. Let's read this. It says this, Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to let you in on a little preview right here, okay? Here's the preview. What's coming up next in the Sermon on the Mount after next week is going to be hard because it's going to be, it's going to conflict with our kingdoms. And we're going to be looking at issues that all of us deal with in our own lives, issues of anger, issues of forgiveness, issues of the permanence of marriage, whether we keep our promises or not, lust, retaliation, love for our enemy. It's going to get personal. I mean, it's going to get personal. It's not going to be easy to walk through the Sermon on the Mount because it's going to hit each and every, myself included, it's going to hit every single one of us right in our hearts and come right in your life and my life. And my question to you this morning is, is how is your kingdom? Have you... Have you relinquished your kingdom for the kingdom of heaven? Because that's what God is, Jesus is asking all of us to do. I need you to relinquish. I need you to give up your kingdom for my kingdom. <laughs> and for all of us, it's so, so hard. Before we get into the rest of this little verse, let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. God, we come before you this morning knowing that each of us have our own little kingdoms. And Lord, we want to submit those to you and your will. 
We want to give ourselves over to you. All of us. Everything about us. Not just one aspect of our lives, but every aspect of our lives. Lord, it's so hard. It's difficult. We struggle with that. Each and every one of us do. Each of us have those, those places in our heart which we just want to hide. We just want to keep from you. We just don't want to relinquish them. So, Lord, I pray that you'll be with us as we study and as we continue to delve into this, this sermon of Jesus. Your Son, whom we love and whom we adore, we pray this prayer in his name. Amen. Okay, so when you look at this verse here, you see this, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments. I believe Jesus was talking about the Ten Commandments. And if you were looking at the Ten Commandments, if you were saying of all the Ten Commandments, what's the easiest one that you should keep? Is it do not murder? That, that's okay, maybe. I think the, the least one, the one that probably had the, that probably was down at the least at the bottom, you could say, well, don't bear false witness to someone. I think the, the least one was probably honor your father and your mother. Jesus says, whoever relinquishes even not honoring your father and mother, even not honoring your father and mother. Well, this was a big deal to the Pharisees and Jesus that you don't even, you, you, don't, you don't do that. This is, this is one of the easiest commands, should be the easiest commands for anybody to keep. Honor your parents. Honor your father and mother. Do what they ask you to do. But that wasn't true. I want you to, in Matthew, look at this verse here in Matthew chapter 15, verses 2 through 9. This is great. All right, here we go. What do you just, why, so, so the Pharisees are coming to Jesus and they're trying to catch him, okay? And they say, so Jesus, the Pharisees, and they come to Jesus and say, why do your disciples break the traditions of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. And he answered, so that was your tradition. Tradition, you need to wash your hands before you eat. Good, good tradition, right? Wash your hands, but they, they didn't do the washing like they said. He answered them. Jesus looked right back at him and he says, Why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, honor your father and your mother. That's Exodus 20, verse 12. And whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. That's Exodus 21, verse 17. But if but you say, if anyone tells his father or his mother, what you would have gained from me is given to God. He need not honor his father. Okay, so here's what, what they're saying is, so I've got some money, and instead of taking care of my mom and my father, mom, dad, instead of taking care of you, like I know, you're older, you're getting, this is what my kids are saying to me right now, you're older, dad, where are we going to put you when you get old? What are we going to do with you? I mean, they're just talking to me like this, like, I'm still here, son, okay? They're talking to me like that. Where are we going to put you? 
He said, probably, I, you know, just, we'll just put you out in the back 40 back there somewhere. And so, so they're, they're asking those questions. And so they, the, what the Pharisees were doing is they were saying, you know what, mom and dad, the money I would have set aside to help you when you're old, money I've set aside to help you, I'm actually, I'm actually going to set it aside for God and give it to him because that's better than giving it to you and helping you. And it was a way for them to keep the money and give it in offerings little by little instead of use it to help their parents. So Jesus goes on to say, So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites! Well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as the doctrines the commandments of men. Teaching as the doctrines the commandments of men. Now, now listen to this, because this is so important right here, okay? How many times do we take God's Word and we twist it to make it say what we want it to say? Or, how many times do we know God's words, we know what it says, but we rationalize, and then we put excuses, which equals liberties. We put it, so there it is. Rationalization plus excuses equals liberties. And liberties, the other thing, what I could say about liberties is this, that which God never intended, nor did he even condone. Okay? He never intended for it to be that way, and he never condoned that. Yet, we rationalize, yet we make these excuses, and we do what we want to do. Why? Because of our kingdom. Because it's my kingdom. And God, my kingdom is more important than your kingdom. And that's where the rubber meets the road right there. And here's the question I have for each of us. Here's the question, and put it up there. Why is it that we love, we love so much? What is it that we love so much that we try and find a loophole in God's Word? What is it in your life? What is it in your life that you love so much that you've, you're trying to find a loophole in God's Word so that you can continue to do what you're doing the way that you want to do it so that you don't have to answer to God? And so, therefore, you do these rationalizations, you do these excuses, and you come up with this liberty of yours that you believe that God has. And that's exactly why God, over the next chapter after we get through with next week goes, you've heard it said, but I say unto you. You've heard it said, but I say unto you. Why? Because they took liberties with God's laws. They took liberties with God's laws. And here's the thing about God's laws. Here's, here's what I want you all to know. They're not burdensome. 
They're not burdensome. 1 John 5 verse 3 says this, For this is the love of God that, he, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. They're not marked out as severe, and they're not those that are, that are arbitrary in any way. God says, really, it comes down like we talked about last week. These are not burdensome. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, is that easy? No. No, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. It's very difficult for us to love our neighbors. It's very difficult for us to love God sometimes. Here it is. But see, we want to do what's convenient. We want to do what's expedient. We want to do what is the easiest, and we want to do what we want to do. It's our kingdom. It's my kingdom. In Matthew 5, verse 19, the end of that says this, but whoever does them, Jesus' words, whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So, do I want to be least or do I want to be great in the kingdom of heaven? What's your choice? What's your choice? In Matthew 7, verse 24, at the end of the sermon, I always keep going back to this. Sorry, I always do. I always come back to this verse here in Matthew 7, verse 24. It's the end of the sermon, Jesus says. And here's what he says. He says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And we know the song, don't we? What happens to the house that's built on the rock? Stands firm, doesn't it? It doesn't move. Why? Because it's on what? It's on a great foundation. But... The wise man, or the foolish man who built his house on the sand, his house goes what? He crashed. And great was the crash of it, wasn't it? Great was the crash of it. So my question to you is, is whose kingdom are you going to follow? This whole sermon, the whole sermon that we have, and it's, it's on the screen, this whole sermon is meant to shape us into kingdom bearers, into kingdom people. This sermon is to help you and me be kingdom individuals. I want to be of God's kingdom. So where are you in that today? Where are you in that today? We're going to sing a song here in just a second. Everybody can put back on the mask. We're going to sing a song here in just a moment. Our shepherds will go to the back, and um, if you will need to pray with them and have some time, spend time with them in prayer, then please do that. And if we can help you in any way, um, and if you need to express your desire to be baptized for the remission of your sins, to put on Christ and start this new life, 
Whatever your need is, why don't you come right now as together we stand and sing.